Welcome to the High Adventure Scouting Podcast. This is the source for all things high adventure for scouts, scouters, and anyone else interested in promoting high adventure trips for our youth. You can find all kinds of great high adventure options for your scouts at highadventurescouting.com. We are constantly updating the list of cool trips, and we want your input on your best trip. All right, welcome high adventure enthusiasts. We are excited as always to highlight a high adventure base on this edition of the High Adventure Scouting Podcast. Uh, we're joined by Jason Wilburn. He's the High Adventure Director for the Michigan, Michigan Crossroads Council. Now they run the Cole Canoe Base and the Great Lakes Sailing Adventure. So today we're going to get kind of a two for one on high adventure programs and maybe a few other things they have going on. So Jason, thanks for joining us today on the High Adventure Scouting Podcast. Oh, you're welcome. Good afternoon. All right. Now, if listeners want an overview of both these programs, uh, we did a uh, kind of an overview of both Cold Canoe Base and the Great Lakes Sailing Adventure last year. So you can check out that episode for all the awesome details. This time around, uh, we're going to talk about kind of updates for 2023 coming up and really what happened uh, this past season. So let's just jump right into it, Jason. What, uh, how was, how was 2022? Uh, all things considered uh, this year. I mean, I mean the big issue that we've been facing the last couple of years is just COVID and people kind of coming out of the, you know, kind of coming out of it and getting back into scouting, getting back into being comfortable with, uh, you know, getting together with everyone. And I think we've definitely turned the corner this last year. Attendance has been up. A lot of people, especially people from out of state, have been uh, reaching out, looking for high, high adventure opportunities. Um, I'd say we probably doubled our attendance uh, 2022 versus 2021. Uh, so, uh, yeah, like I said, all things considered, it was, it was a great year for us. That's, that's awesome to hear. <clears throat> yeah, that's uh, we and I've talked a lot on this podcast about uh, my experiences, and I've had a couple years of, of uh, canceled high adventure trips with my troop. And mm-hmm. it's always good to get back out and uh, get out there and kind of do things. So uh, now what's what's coming up for this next year? I mean, are there any major changes? Uh, that are uh, no, up for major, program? Yeah, no major changes for either. We, um, we've, in the past year, we've had a lot of, you know, we offer standard programs, you know, this is, you know, X or Y program. Um, and this is what you'll do on it. But we've had a lot of units that kind of want to tailor it to them. So we're trying to move to a more, I guess, agile uh, planning process. We'll, we'll offer kind of, you know, you know, these are some of the things that are available. Kind of tailor your own program to that. And then we'll kind of customize the price um, based upon what you want to do as, as opposed to offering a kind of one-size-fits-all program for everyone. Um, it's definitely more logistically intense. I guess, and trying to trying to be more agile and lean, and you know, operate with what we have to to offer those um, adds a little bit of a challenge to the planning side, the logistics side, of course. But I think so. What units want to see is that custom adventure tailored just to what their needs are. Well, give me an example of kind of some of the programs maybe you you had this past summer for for units. Uh, you know, you can start either with. Uh, the canoe base or uh, the uh, sailing adventure, either one. Just kind of yeah. curious, some some ideas that that uh, were kind of 
uh, that the units might have used this past year. Yep. So the uh, Cole Canoe Base itself is located central Michigan. It's about two hours uh, north of the, I guess, a high population uh, density areas of Grand Rapids and Detroit and Michigan. Um, so it's kind of like a gateway to the north where all of our adventure happens. We specialize um, in the Upper Peninsula adventures, that being uh, the kayaking and the backpacking trips to Pictured Rocks, Grand Island, uh, pretty much four of the Great Lakes we can we can hit. That's Lake Superior, Lake Michigan, Lake Huron. I guess we could even do Lake Erie as, as well. But most of our stuff is in northern Michigan, especially the Upper Peninsula. Um, in the past, we've offered standard uh, packages of five-day trip to hiking on Pictured Rocks or a uh, five-day uh, paddle along the Manistique or Fox Rivers in the UP. Um, but what we're seeing now is that the units want to, you know, do two days here and three days over here. Um, so we kind of do a modified approach where we can combine some of those individual uh, trips into, into one, uh, I guess, hybrid trip. Get a little backpacking, a little canoeing, a little kayaking all in one. Awesome. Now, some of the, I know you have some backpacking opportunities. Are those done in conjunction with some of the other, uh, you know, the canoeing trip and, uh, or is that a standalone sort of uh, option? I guess it, it, it could be both. Uh, one of our popular trips uh, this year was, it's a Pictured Rocks trip, basically. If you ever heard of Pictured Rocks, it's right along mm-hmm. the uh, Lake Superior uh, shoreline. It's a national park there. It's 42 miles of uh, basically sandstone bluffs that uh, you can hike and along the entire route there. Um, but one of the, the most popular trips this year was uh, a kayaking day where the first day we'll uh, be kayaking along Lake Superior, seeing those the waterfalls and the, the cliffs and everything from the lake. And then a couple days spent just backpacking through the, the national trail there or the National Lakeshore Trail. That sounds sounds awesome. Sounds really cool. Do you guys uh, uh, have a typical starting point for uh, these trips? I mean, uh, uh, I know the, I know, I know the, the yeah. some of the like the 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 uh, sailing adventure goes several different areas, but you mm-hmm. know some of these other adventures. What's the what's the t- is there a typical starting place that you guys? Not there is not. It's all dependent upon what uh, permits we're able to obtain. So. Based upon the the permits for those campsites, those nights we'll uh, we'll put in around there and kind of tailor each one. There's there's a few like kind of must see must see I put in quotes areas of of picture rocks that we'll we'll try and hit, but a lot of it's based upon uh, what permits are available for that week or that time frame that the unit wants to go. Okay, and as far as the permits, what do those those cover the kind of the, uh, the national park areas or campsites yep, ex- or what? Exactly, yeah. it's handled by National Park Service. Uh, uh, have to go through the permitting process. I we like units to, um, you know, get their reservations into us and kind of lock in everything in by you know January, maybe you know mid February ideally. But we've had units that call us up and you know like it's the beginning of July and hey, I want to go in two weeks, what's available <laughs> uh, puts us in a little bit of scramble to, to see what's available. And usually not the most ideal uh, locations are available on that short notice, but we try and make it work. Right. Now, is that, uh, uh, do you have typical, you know, campsites you pick out on a trip uh, that uh, you'll, you'll either backpack to or, 
canoe to yep. or whatever on those those kind of trips? Yeah, the uh, the most uh, determining factor is our unit size. There, um, we're restricted to group campsites if it's anything above eight people, which most most of our trips are. So the the group campsites are more limited um, than the 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 regular campsites. Um, if we can get you know uh, a unit that wants to break into two smaller units and kind of hike hike semi independently of each other, you know, generally with the exception the understanding that they'll, they'll see each other at night and, you know, just be at different campsites. It, um, gives, it offers a lot more flexibility to the, where we can go and what we can do. Okay. So kind of unlike going to the boundary waters, which a lot of people have done where you, you maybe have an idea, but you, you figure out your campsite when, you know, depending on who's there, if anybody's there, Yeah, uh, this correct. sounds more, more kind of a planned, Hey, this is where we're going to be at each yeah. night. Yep, okay, exactly. Cool. They, they give you a, a permit that says you have to stay at, you know, this specific campsite on this night and this campsite on this night. Yep. Perfect. Perfect. Okay. Uh, that's, uh, that, that, that's always cool to know. Uh, it's, uh, I, I like planning. I like knowing where I'm going. So that's, <laughs> that, that works with my, uh, my interest level. We, now, we see far- all, all kinds of uh, units, those that like the very detailed planning, um, whereas especially my predecessor, Greg, he, uh, he operated much, uh, you know, we'll figure it out on the fly type, which, you know, kind of, mm-hmm. you know, you get the units that I need to know exactly what time I'm getting up, where I'm going to be, how far I need to go, as opposed to, yeah, we'll just wing it type. Yeah. <laughs> well, it, it all depends on your comfort level with, mm-hmm. uh, with that. So. We all know the major high adventure bases around the country and they offer some awesome programs. Have you been searching for a cool alternative from your typical high adventure trip? As a scout leader, I want to give our scouts some great alternatives. You need to check out highadventurescouting.com. You'll find information on over 30 different council high adventure bases in 24 states. Maybe you're looking for a do-it-yourself option and need some ideas. Maybe you've taken a great trip and you want to share your good fortune with your fellow scouts and scouters. Just send us the details and we'll publish your trip. Whatever your interest, highadventurescouting.com is the one-stop shop for all things high adventure. That's highadventurescouting.com. Sure enough. Um, do, does that, uh, when the units go out, do they go out on their own or is there a, um, a, uh, a guide or staff member with them during this mm-hmm. trip? Uh, usually at them? least for the first two days, uh, kind of similar to the you know, a Philmont method. Um, right. okay. we'll have a guide with them the first couple of days, make sure that they're, you know, one safe and, you know, two having a good time, uh, just to make sure that they're comfortable with the, the route, their, uh, planning the getting up and being able to, you know, break camp in a reasonable fashion and cook their own meals and everything like that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we, we kind of expect the units, uh, you know, this isn't their first time backpacking or hiking or anything like that, or paddling on the river that they have a little bit of experience coming into it. Um, we, uh, as far as our canoeing trips, uh, we offer a 50 mile kind of, we consider it a introductory to high adventure, um, trip where we'll ha- offer a guide for the entire 50 miles, which usually takes four days on our, our local river there. Um, it's with them the whole time. Um, it's a provisional trip. So units, certain individuals can sign up without their own unit leadership and we'll provide the leadership and the oversight for that. What's the size of that kind of group? 
Uh, usually we like to have at least three boats, which is six people, but we can, you know, upper size. We don't want to get too big. So about five, five canoes, uh, 10, 12, maybe even 14 people somewhere in that size range. Awesome. <clears throat> awesome. Okay. The, uh, and you mentioned about, uh, looking, you know, you need to make some type of, to get what you want permit wise and trip wise, you know, in January, um, into mid February, uh, that, that, that'll give you the best, best options as far as permitting. Does that sound yep, about right? Especially for those, those that re, uh, trips that are, you know, require national park service or, uh, something like that. Um, our local, you know, 50 mile, 75 mile, uh, canoeing trips, they don't, they don't require as much, um, permitting and where we, we go isn't as nearly uh, highly trafficked as the national mm-hmm. park. So we, we offer a lot more flexibility with those, especially our 50 miler. That's, you know, that goes right through our backyard. We have rifle river going through our, our uh, cold canoe base there. So it makes it easy to, to plan and, and execute those trips. Um, so someone calls us up and says, we want to go on a 50 mile high adventure next week. We're more than willing to, uh, to let them and make sure that happens. Now, if somebody's going through coal canoe base uh, for one of these trips, uh, yeah, obviously the uh, the 50, kind of the fifty miler, you know, the intro four day trip that goes right on the rifle. That's that's more right at your mm-hmm. your location. You said it's just right in your backyard. Uh, some of these other trips, uh, they don't necessarily you know start at coal. Uh, is that Accurate. That's, that's, yep, that's okay. correct. So um, as far as uh, canoeing and kayaking, we have uh, probably about three, I guess, three uh, different trips that are the standard trips. So the one is the 50 miler on the Rifle River. Um, Cold Canoe Base is basically located right at the halfway point of that. Um, so that makes it easy. We have a 75 miler, which is on the Asabo River, um, starting uh, about an hour north of our location. And then going out almost to Lake Huron. And then our big one, the 100-miler, is up on the Fox-Manistique River, which is in the Upper Peninsula. How, how, that's, that's several hours from that's about four out. That's about four oh. hours, the start point from our base. Yep. Okay. So let's just, uh, I'll just throw a hypothetical out. So, And you may have had this happen before. Is, you know, maybe you've got a, a unit that has uh, some you know, older boys, and they've got boys that aren't quite as, um, uh, adept at canoeing. So would, would that be applicable to say, bring the younger guys that, uh, or gals, um, either one that have not had a lot of experience going that 50 miler on the rifle. And then some of the more advanced scouts can go, uh, uh from there, uh, go on the 75 or hundred miler. And then I guess, they can see them on the way back. Does that sound? Yep, that, uh, yeah, that's uh, cer- certainly an option. Yep, we have uh, several units that, um, you know, that will come for summer camp. So, uh, some of their units, you know, especially their younger kids, will just do the Marabadge standard summer camp offering. Um, they'll have a contingent that goes on the on the fifty miler, or a, a contingent that all, that goes up to the UP for a, a backpacking trip. Okay. All right. I, I need to go back and listen to the uh, my initial podcast to, <laughs> to remember all of this stuff. So, see, that's that's good to go back and listen to the full uh, full podcast uh, 
uh, every once in a while to remember everything that you guys have going on. So, um, well, that sounds awesome. Now, the uh, uh, as far as the the Great Lakes sailing adventure, that's that's pretty straightforward. Uh, I think seems like I remember there were twelve trips a year. Is that? Uh, uh, I believe uh, twelve. 12 weeks of sailing weeks. Um, yeah. plus a Labor Day shorter weekend uh, trip. Okay. No major changes for that planned this year that I'm, I'm aware of. Um, we recently had our, uh, the major benefactor for that program passed away a couple weeks ago. Um, oh, you, uh, you know, besides being a great guy and everything, but he, he contributed a lot of support uh, both monetarily and, and time-wise to, the, to that program. So, um, I'm not sure if that impacts or affects the, um, the program itself. I, I haven't heard anything either way. So anybody out there listening, uh, uh, they, they would like a new benefactor and some more help. (laughs) (laughs) So I'll throw that out there. So if anyone um, owns a boat, they know the, uh, (laughs) that owning a boat is a, a a very expensive, uh, proposition or very, very, very expensive thing to do. Well, I mean, I know even even Seabase uh, doesn't own their own boats. Nope, they, no, they don't. They, they contract those out. And that's that's a smart move for mm-hmm. them to do that. And I, same thing on your end. So that's actually it is an expensive venture. So um, let's. Uh, I know you indicated that these trips are you know you kind of tailor them for that particular unit what they're wanting. What is a good idea of kind of price range from low to to high on some of these trips just to get an idea of the current current costs and what units can expect uh like everything in the last couple years prices have been on the upward trend um our our pricing for next year hasn't been finalized um it's usually in the 450 to i'd say 600 on the high end um Mm -hmm. for for these trips most of the trips, that being, you know, the local ones, the 50-miler, the 75-miler uh, Asabo trip, they're, they're not that much more expensive, especially the 50-miler, is the same price as uh, our week of summer camp, which I believe last year was about 450 So there, there right. was no extra cost for, you know, if, you, you, if your unit wanted to attend summer camp and some of, it wanted, some of the, your kids wanted to go on the 50-miler trip, there was no extra cost for them. So it was very, I guess, accessible. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I mean, I know that some of the costs, especially for some of the larger high adventure bases have gone out of sight. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, uh, and that's, that's one reason why I spend so much time talking with and working with the council high adventure bases, because they, they are uh, a little bit more affordable and maybe a stepping stone into some of these higher or higher costs and, and uh, other adventures that take a little bit more time. So exactly, exactly. I mean, there's nothing against <laughs> Philmont or Seabase or Northern Tier. Those are, you know, awesome opportunities. But a lot of them, just because of the price, are you know the once in a lifetime opportunities. You know, where yeah. as we like to think that we can offer, you know, not it. You know, I don't. I have no illusions that we're you know on the level of a, a Philmont or a Northern Tier or anything like that. But we can offer a, a great, memorable experience for a fraction of that cost, you know? especially. You know, for these local units that, I mean, we're, you know, right in their backyard. So, I mean, you're, you know, saving on right. travel costs as well and, and time. 
Exactly. And, and, you know, it, they're all different experiences. I mean, I've, I've been to all four, uh, major high BSA high adventure bases, uh, and I've spent the money, spent the time, had a great time, been to some several, uh, council bases and they're, they're all different. They all have their mm-hmm. own feeling, their own, um, own program, and they're all good in their own right. And, after every talk of every high adventure base, I want to go there. So, uh, and, and I can't, I uh, can't go to all of them, but one of these days, uh, I, I'll, I'll have a little bit more time on my hands and I'll just, uh, make a trip to all of them. So I had unlimited time and unlimited money. <laughs> yeah. That's, 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 it's, it's the time and money. That's, that's all. That's how, that's how people retire. It's not a matter of my, my, it's, it's uh, time, it's money. So, mm-hmm. but, uh, well, great. Is there anything else you'd like to uh, throw out there uh, that uh, you guys have going on? Uh, yeah. One thing we haven't mentioned is our ATV program. Uh, we yeah, offer awesome. the, uh, it's basically a ATV week. Um, we call it Ogama Hills Trail Riding Week. Basically, you, you know, you get up in the morning, you pull out the maps and say, where do we want to ride today? Uh, Ogama County in Michigan, where we're, we're located, has some of the the best trails um, in the entire state of Michigan for tra- trail rides. Um, so it, it's basically eat, sleep, and uh, ride all, for a week. And, you know, it's something that doesn't get enough uh, advent, uh, I guess it doesn't get enough advertisement. Uh, and it's, mm-hmm. I don't think it's fully being utilized to the its full potential. Now, is that something they would camp in base camp or would they take their, their stuff with them? Uh, they would, uh, they wouldn't be in our base camp in Cold Canoe Base. Uh, but mm-hmm. they, they kind of do a base camp in, in several different areas where they um, mm-hmm. they have some sportsmen's clubs that uh, have agreed to allow uh, allow us to camp there. They'll do a couple days there, then they'll pick up and move to a different location in the county or uh, the county over um, and do cool. some riding out of there. Is that something that you would need? Uh, is there, are there provisional options, or is that something that you uh, rely on units to have? you know, leadership and, and so on. Uh, we, we offer both. We offer um, the week after all our summer camp uh, is over, usually the first full week in August, we offer a provisional trip um, as well as the opportunity for units to sign up um, as a unit to, to do that. Is that going on all summer or is that just uh, a- No, uh, the ATVs themselves are being used uh, for training classes during the, the normal summer camp. Um, mm-hmm. so usually those, those happen after our summer camp, uh, we after summer over. camp. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, that's, that's good to know Sue too. Okay. All right. Well, Jason, I want to thank you for joining us today. This has well, been very, very uh, I mean, I've, I've, I knew about this program, but I, uh, there were some things that I've learned today that, that I didn't know about. So. Yeah. Well, thank you for giving me the opportunity to talk about cool canoe base. You bet. You bet. Now, I, I want to thank Jason Wilburn from the Michigan Crossroads Council for joining us today. Now, you can get more informa- information on the Cole Canoe Base programs at colecanoebase.com. And the Great Lake Sailing Adventure, you have to work a little bit more. You have to go to michiganscouting.org and go to the Outdoor Programs and click on High Adventure. It's pretty easy. Just a couple more steps. Thanks for joining us today, and remember to tell your friends about this podcast. You can find us online at highadventurescouting.com, on Facebook, or Instagram. If you have any questions or ideas for future podcasts, just email us at info at highadventurescouting.com. 
This podcast and website are independent and not affiliated with any youth organization. Happy High Adventure! This has been a production of High Adventure Resources, 2018. All rights reserved.